Hey, I've got some exciting news for you. For nearly a decade, the Social Media Marketing Society has been helping marketers like you to keep up with the changing times. This is our private community just for marketers, and the doors are open right now. When you join, you get access to ongoing training and become part of a welcoming community of marketers who are just like you. Learn more at smmarketingsociety.com. Again, smmarketingsociety.com. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, your guide to the ever-changing world of social media. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, a social media examiner production. I'm Eric Fisher. My co-host today is Grace Duffy. This is the show for marketers looking to stay on the leading edge of social media. We bring you the expert opinions about the relevant social media news and how it impacts you. On today's show, we are exploring Facebook showcase video ads and fanned subscriptions with our special guests, Andrea Vall and Owen Video. Please, if you are listening to this, consider sharing it. If you're watching live or if you're listening after the fact, hit that share button, podcast or video wise. This show is also brought to you by Social Media Marketing World 2019. It is not too late to join us in person by going to smmw19.com. We would love to see you there. So many of you we know we will be seeing there. And the rest of you, uh, four letters, F-O-M-O. FOMO. <laughs> you are missing it if you're not there. So uh, as usual, you can find all the links we'll talk about in this episode over on socialmediaexaminer.com slash news every Saturday morning. And with that, let's kick this off. Our first guest and our first segment is all about Facebook showcase video ads. And our guest is Andrea Vall. She's the co-founder of Social Media Manager School, co-author of Facebook Marketing All-in-One for Dummies. And this, she is one of the few, the proud, the Social Media Marketing World alumni that has been there every single year I of know. the conference and speaking again. Welcome to the show, yep. Andrea. I know. I'm super excited. It's. I feel like, I mean, I cannot miss now. I'm just, the streak has gone on too yeah. long. <laughs> yeah. So I, there's no way I'm missing these events. All seven years. <laughs> this will be all seven years in a row. Yep. Straight, straight shot. Keep going, you know, keep going. So yeah. great to see you. Thanks for being here, Andrea. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for having me on the show. It's super All right, fun. so Facebook showcase video ads is a mouthful, and there's a lot here. So this is the new premium video ad program that Facebook just launched this week. Mm-hmm. It gives online video and TV ad buyers participating in the upfront selling cycle new opportunities to reach their target audience on Facebook. Right. So, of course, we know that Facebook has been out there promoting watch, creating new content for it, creating original content for it. Uh, However, these ads are available on pages as well Mm -hmm. as the newsfeed on Facebook. So Andrea, tell us a little bit more about what these kind of ads, oh, I should mention they are planning ads that target U.S. audiences and these audiences are verified by Nielsen. So sorry to cut you off, but tell us- what each of these ad products are and tell us yeah. how we can use them. So just to kind of give a little bit of background and context to this announcement is um, the showcase ads 
are a little bit different. They're on the premium channels, the premium Facebook watch, things like Jada Pinkett Smith's uh, Red Table, um, uh, some of the new shows that were was were just announced. Um, you know, uh, oh, I forgot her name now. I had it on the tip of my tongue. But, the you know, kind of Facebook's exclusive content that they have, premium content, and they're now allowing ads in there, video ads in there. Now, we there also is something called their in-stream videos that are available on auction. And those are something that any, any uh, video producer, any advertiser could use right now. And those ads are available just in the ads manager. People can, um, people can just select that they want to advertise on in-stream videos and it's five to 15 seconds videos. And, and then you get your video seen on, on channels that are approved, uh, for any, uh, video monetization. These showcase videos are just on the premium content. The videos that get 2 million views, like Red Table gets regularly 2 million, 4 million views. And those are invitation only currently. So right now they're reaching out to specific um, agencies, specific ad buyers, people like Warner, people like, you know, people like Disney, you know, specific ad buyers who would want to have their ads in these premium channels and reach these this um, set audience. And the in-stream videos are auction based. So you're paying, you know, just like you're bidding and things like that. Whereas the video showcase ads are a set set fee that is on a fee schedule, just like you would have on TV channels. This is kind of, it's kind of interesting because, you know, Facebook has long been making a play to, for video and to be like, you know, YouTube. And this is just another way that they're doing it. And again, Netflix Flix is becoming such a, a big player in this arena as well. Facebook make, wants to make sure that they are um, still, you know, in this game and creating this unique content. And what's happening is, um, is what Facebook is saying is with these shows that they have released, it's reaching a younger viewer. So that's where it's going to be interesting for, um, for media buyers who want to reach this younger viewer to be able to maybe participate in these video showcase ads. And they are, you know, they're going to be expensive. So it's not, and I don't know if they'll open up to the general public or, you mm -hmm. know, uh, at some point, but right now it's invitation only. And, um, and they're, they're saying they're around, um, I think it was like 23 to $25 CPM. So if you do the math on it, I did the math earlier because, you know, it's, I haven't had quite enough coffee, had to write it all down, but <laughs> <laughs> did the math earlier. And that's about $50,000 for one ad spot on if you're getting 2 million views on the red table. And I don't know how they're, you know, calculating or doing it or, or mm -hmm. what kind of guarantee they're having there, but that's, that, that's kind of what you're looking at for one ad. So it's, you know, it's not for the average, uh, average <laughs> advertiser, for example. Do you know what they're looking for as far as the sponsorships? Because part of this announcement, they said that they're also rolling out sponsorships for so showcase, which allows advertisers to be the exclusive advertiser on uh, U.S. programming on Facebook? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know what they're looking. I'm sure they're looking at some of, you know, the the big players that are 
that would make sense for those shows. Cause they're always mm-hmm. trying to make sure that the, one of the things that they have mentioned with their, both their in-stream and the, and the showcase videos is kind of the brand safety that is in this media because something that's happened on YouTube it, um, is they were showing, you know, pre-roll ads on, you know, bad brand, bad branding that people did not want to be associated with. So they're really kind of trying to guarantee the safety and match up the advertisers with the, the shows that are going to really make sense for those people. So I think that's probably something that they're definitely taking into account and, uh, and when they reach out to people. And it sounds like advertisers can target specific types, content categories, right? Yeah, so so for sure. They're definitely made that clear that you can say, I want to be on the sports channel. I want to be on, you know, reach these, this type of viewer. And they're Mm -hmm. definitely matching those up. So you can, you know, get in with the right, with the right system or right place. (laughs) And what Facebook is saying is that it allows you to reserve inventory upfront, like you're saying, and deliver campaigns and manage it with the same services from Facebook. Does that mean that if you are running these premium high level showcase ads and also running a set of other ads, right? You can all manage them in the same place or. Yeah. I mean, that's what it sounds like to me. I mean, we're not, you know, you know, I wasn't invited, so I don't know. I know. I just, I, my invitation got lost in the mail. I don't know. So, (laughs) so, um, yeah, I'm, I'm assuming because they're really, it's that same platform across their, you know, across everything. So I'm assuming that they probably just plug in that capability into those, into those particular ad manager business accounts, um, so that they can manage it that way. Absolutely. So let's talk about watch. A little bit more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was yeah. going to say, let's switch to watch, but I'm like, no, we're still talking about that. Anyway, so uh, along with this announcement, Facebook, there's a report going out that Facebook cut two thirds of its original news programming. So right. was it last year that they they came out with this full slate of news programming? Yeah. It was international, it was global. It was all very exciting. And now right. they're cutting uh, two thirds of it. And, right. um, and they're saying that it's because... They are trying to be more selective and careful. And it was a valid, uh, they were saying that this content was lagging in viewership, but they're also along with the showcase ads, they're also launching two new shows. So mm-hmm. one is more of a reality show, one's an right. animated show. So very different. The, like when you just said younger audiences, I'm like, oh yeah, absolutely. This makes sense because one yeah. is a take on the real world. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they're, you know, they're coming out with these shows and they're, I think they're really realizing what people are doing. I mean, I have never personally watched a news show on Facebook. I don't, have you guys? I don't, no. I've never even, I've watched Red Table all, you know, I watch a ton of those and other, other, uh, watch, uh, things that are available that are more inspirational, things like that. Um, so I think that that is them recommitting to the shows that mm-hmm. are are working and realizing if it's not working, it needs to be cut and they need to focus their energy on what is working. So, you know, I think that's for sure the the content that's working more is more the entertainment type content mm-hmm. um, and 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 reaching those younger viewers, too. Isn't that okay. kind of what Facebook is all about is connecting with community and relationships and right opting to be entertained as part of that versus, I mean, there's, there's education as part of it too, as you you well know, but like the news, when I think of news, I do not think go to Facebook for the news. Like (laughs) even Twitter's (laughs) a little suspect there, you know, it's like, 
Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I think they're, um, you know, I think it was kind of an attempt when they were rolling all those new shows out. I think it was, you know, kind of their work working to, um, talk about their unbiasedness or whatever, but cause that was a big thing that came out in last year's all myriad of scandals or whatever. But <laughs> I think, you know, they, if the viewership isn't there, they've got to cut the shows. And so I think they're, um, you know, they're rolling out with more, you know, star power and kind of more, um, more interesting shows that are more interesting to the general public, I think, and watching what's actually already working. Yeah. I mean, if they're trying to move into the arena of becoming an exclusive content distributor where there's, mm-hmm. there's just like how we've got, there's only certain shows you can get on HBO or Netflix or Hulu or right. even CBS with their Star Trek stuff. It's like, right. Now you can only find this on Facebook. Like, yeah, that's great. So then make it really good content, you know? Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. For sure. Yeah. And I think certainly the, you know, some of this serialized content is they're seeing is working too, where there's kind of a story arc going on and, you know, things where there's continuing a continuing storyline helps keep people watching. So mm-hmm. It's interesting. I think Facebook has not figured it out completely yet, um, but they're working working to get <laughs> that video, those v- video views and video watching people in there. Do you think this yeah. makes it an attractive media buy for advertisers then, or do you think they're yeah, still... Yeah, so, I mean, I think it depends on what you're... So, for example, if you're looking at in-stream videos, I don't advertise on in-stream videos personally because I'm not interested in, in brand lift necessarily. That's right. what you know, people are looking for is brand lift, ad recall, things like that. Like, I just want the clicks. So I want you to go, you know, go over to my site. <laughs> and, and so um, I think for v- people who are interested in that brand recall, in in that exposure, in awareness, videos can be a really great place to to advertise. And some of these shows that you can advertise on with uh, in-stream videos get lots and lots of viewers. So, oh, you know, cool. it's worth worth giving it a shot if that's what you're interested in. But then you have to measure and uh, kind of get get some data on how effective that was. Wow, awesome. And it can, I mean, I, I'm assuming it can feel almost like purchasing ads on the Super Bowl though, because yeah. right. it's, it's <laughs> right. that super audience where it's like, oh my gosh, if I got to have one 30 second ad in the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So at a tech and media conference earlier this week, Facebook CFO David Weiner stated that Facebook is finally launching its long awaited clear history tool. So as some might recall, this is a tool that was debuted at, or announced, I'm sorry, at last year's F8 conference. It allows users, Facebook users, to clear their browsing history, just like you'd clear browsing history on your, on your internet browser on Google Chrome or Firefox or whatnot. And it was a response to the Cambridge Analytica data privacy scandal. Right. So at the time, it was just like, okay, we'll see what happens. Well, they're finally saying that this is rolling out Facebook or rolling out by the end of the year. And Facebook is stating that this they expect this to have a substantial impact on its ability to target ads and generate revenue. Um, A massive amount of information of that Facebook uses is generated by what you do on and off Facebook. Right. 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 
So it might yeah. make it harder to collect data from third-party users. I mean, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, I think this is a really, it's really, to me, goes against their whole, we want to serve ads that people are interested in. Mm-hmm. And I I just am, you know, I, I kind of understand what they're doing. They want people to be able to control their privacy. And, but to me, I would rather get an ad of something that I'm more interested in than just random ads. Um, but on the other hand, I think it's going to come in handy at Christmas time. <laughs> when you go look for toys for your kids and then you're on Facebook and all of a sudden those toys are showing up all over. You're like, what? No, I don't know why that's there. Um, so, so that's going to help. But at the same time, I think that um, a couple of things are going to happen. People don't, won't know it's there. They won't know how to do it. Because as we were talking in the pre-show, like there's 76% of people don't even realize how Facebook ads work or that you can control your targeting or at all, like your preferences. So it'll be the same. People don't clear their browser history either. There are a lot of people who don't clear their cache, and I think it's going to be the same. So I don't think it's going to have a huge impact on marketers, but it will have some. And I think it's not kind of allowing us to serve uh, ads that are more relevant to people I think then the people who really want to opt out of retargeting can. So it's, I don't know, there's good and bad with it. Well, even, yeah. even now, people, I mean, there, you you said, Andrea, you can't believe that there's, there's this 24% that actually are aware I, of <laughs> being able to, you know, change your newsfeed and, and your ad preferences and yeah. everything. You know, and I've gone in there and, and I've actually removed some things that I'm like, okay, you got right. this wrong, Facebook. Yeah. I'm never going to be interested in this and I change my preference on it. And that way I know I'm never going to see an ad from that again. But you know, uh yeah, I think that I think for those people who really want that control, it can be uh, a nice thing. I think the majority, vast majority of people aren't going to use it. So retargeting is still going to be a valid thing. And, you know, it, you might get more people who are more recent. You know, if you've got the recency um, targeting, then that can be helpful too. And they'd have to go in and continually c- clear their cache. So, you know, they they probably won't do that. I know I don't on my browser as often as yeah. I think I should. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I do know, uh, again, there's been some people highly vocal uh, this past year in re- in regards to research and or whatever, it, you know, kind of in response to the public relations issues that Facebook has had over the past right. year. We'll put it, we'll lump everything into that. And we'll just say <laughs> that if they were to catch wind of this feature, they would immediately go in and do a clear history in terms yeah. of what their Facebook browsing has right. been. Um, but that said, only the like most tech savvy or those paying attention yep. to even hear it are going to do anything right. about it. So right. I think even that exactly what you were saying, like, you know, most people, they'll be like, oh, I didn't even know that was a thing. And if they right. did hear it, only the most adamant <laughs> about, oh, which yeah. is funny because then only the ones that are most adamant, <laughs> it's kind of this Venn diagram of I dislike Facebook but I also say I need to stay there. And it's that middle yeah. ground versus yeah. the one who really yeah. hate it. They already left, right? <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. And if they're if they're so adamant that they don't want an ad from you, then maybe they're not going to buy anyway. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like people unsubscribing, you know, just let yeah. them go. Yeah. 
Well, Facebook just hasn't really specified what it will look like or how it'll right. work. They said they'll begin right. testing it this spring. So yeah. we may need, I mean, it may be completely different. It may be yeah. hidden. <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. So we'll, we'll see. Can, how well can we find it? That's a big thing. Uh, <laughs> and we have F8 coming up again shortly after uh, Social Media Marketing mm-hmm. World. So mm-hmm. I think this is just the first of many things we will yeah. be talking about. Yeah, yeah, with F8 coming on the heels of social media marketing world, uh, I'm again, it's one of those things where, man, social media marketing world, like it's up to date. And then, you know, For things never time. stop changing. <laughs> We've had stuff break, not like fall apart, but like, uh, you know, news like Periscope came out one of the times, like on a like Wednesday right. or Thursday of social media marketing world. So I remember that. Yeah, yeah. that was huge. So speaking of which, Andrea, what are you speaking on at at the conference? I am speaking about how to put together your test plan and really test your Facebook ads to maximize your results. So I am super excited. This is one of my favorite topics. I just get super, super geeky about it. It's just, woo. (laughs) That's perfect. That's perfect. Given everything we've talked about today, right? Testing results, seeing what works, what doesn't work. So great. That's well, it. thank you guys so yeah, much. Yeah, thank, thank you. Andrea. Thank you for being here, Andrea. And we'll see you yep. soon. All right. Bye. Bye. Awesome. Yeah. So uh, make sure to stop by Andrea's session at Social Media Marketing World. And by the way, if you haven't yet grabbed your ticket, what are you waiting for? It's smmw19.com. That is where you go to grab your ticket. And uh, again, if you already know you can't be there, then grab the virtual ticket. We're that close. We know time and travel can be difficult you know, to get approval on at this point, but you don't have to miss out. So smmw19.com and there's Owen. Yo. It's Owen video. Air five guys. Great to see you. Uh, been watching for a while. Andrea Vall. I can't wait to see that session at uh, social media marketing world. You know, I love what I love about that conference is other high level uh, presentations, which I, I really love about, about the event. What's going on, everybody. Jen Cole's out there. Pff, good to see you. Air five. Thanks for having me on. (laughs) Yeah, thanks for being here, Owen. So for those that don't know, you are a YouTube marketing consultant specializing in helping small businesses and entrepreneurs. And this Social Media Marketing World 2019 will be your third year as a speaker. I'm assuming you were as a a guest or not a guest. uh, Yeah, I came five years ago. We consider you a a guest. I came five years ago as a groupie and uh, I hung out in the lobby because I didn't want to buy a ticket. And what I did was, you guys want to <laughs> don't admit that. No, don't so, say that. So I was brand new, but here's the thing is because I want, I want, it sold me on the event. Okay. And here's what happened is I went down there and I, I met with a, a guy named Jason Keith who has another conference. He's a friend, colleague. Uh, and I saw this event and, and I saw all the people that were there we're like business owners and marketers. And that's my audience. Those are the people I want to be talking to. And so I bought a ticket the next year and I've come every single year since. Uh, I bought a ticket as a, as a, as a guest. And then I came, I was a, I volunteered as a room host. Uh, and then the next, then I spoke on a panel and I did some live streaming stuff last year. And this year I get my own full session and it's just been great to like grow with the organization. You know what I mean? And, and go to these events to learn to network and you may be speaking at them someday. So that's, that's my mess. That's why I share that sort of embarrassing story of the, the, the very first uh, and how it it grew (laughs) me into an SME speaker. And that's, that's a great thing to be. Awesome. That's awesome. 
All right. Well, let's dig into this. So this is, oh gosh, Facebook subscriptions. Still something that's yeah. not totally out there yet, but is still right. being, uh, let's, what's speculated about and TechCrunch did some digging. Um, Grace, break this down for us. They're still testing it. So those not familiar. So fan subscription is Facebook's take on Patreon, right? So it's a way right. to support your favorite creators, videos, video makers, all that stuff, right? So they are they have been testing this with a select group of pages. A policy document attained by TechCrunch uh, detailing the contract that hasn't been issued from what I understand, right? It's just something that was sent to the pages that have been invited to participate. And it shows that Facebook, one, plans to take up to 30% cut of subscription revenue minus right. the fees, right? Uh, and compared to other services like Patreon and Twitch, which we'll go into, that's kind of dramatic, right? Yeah. Uh, the other big thing that people have been upset about is that Facebook reserves the right to uh, have non-exclusive, transferable, sub-license, royalty-free, worldwide license to all the creators' content, even after you stop using fan subscriptions. Oh, oh. Right? Like that... Wow. I I have some non-PC terms about how that makes me feel, but <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. And then they, they are right now offering, they're reserving the right to offer free trials to subscriptions that won't compensate creators. So that was another thing. So break this down for us. Oh, and how does this make you feel? Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, it feels like a bag of garbage, um, <laughs> you know, right. You know, uh, so, so here's a couple of things. First of all, Facebook is asking for 30 percent which is the exact same amount that youtube charges uh for their membership program and that membership program works great like you can go onto a youtube channel like our good friend nick nimmin who will be a speaker at social media marketing world this year and you can click join now and for like 4.99 or 9.99 you can you can become a part of his inner community and get access to behind the scenes type stuff um, 30% is the norm. Twitch charges 50%. What, so it, you know, these articles kind of like Facebook versus Patreon, it's really, you know, Facebook versus the marketplace. I don't think that yeah. what they're asking for in terms of, of a fee is all that dramatic. Now, when you take Patreon, uh, Patreon takes 5% from the creator. Um, they're, they're a phenomenal organization and, and, and Patreon is run by a guy named Jack Conti and he's phenomenal. He spoke at a conference I was at last year, mind blowing something like 163 slides, you know, and his whole presentation was just like, da, 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 just amazing guy loves the creator and Patreon isn't going anywhere. Okay. You think about your Patreon, your Patreon is going to be your super fans. These are people who are willing to go off site with you and engage with you. And I think this is phenomenal, not just for content creators. Okay. Content creators are, are the artists, the performers that are making a living off of the creation of content, right? For those of us that are business owners and marketers, right? I think it's a phenomenal opportunity for us to very easily, very quickly create courses and to create membership communities like Social Media Marketing Society, uh, where our people can join for a fee and we can get paid to educate our clients and upsell for, for from there. So I, I really like that that's available, but the terms of service is really a joke. And the terms of service is actually, it reminds me of a, of a story. Uh, you know, when I was in the very beginning, I was teaching, um, I was doing video marketing for small business owners. And I would teach, I would hire videographers from Craigslist. Do you guys remember Craigslist? Yeah. Um, uh, you know, it's like the, you could just, you could buy, you could buy, you could sell, you could date, you could do anything on Craigslist. 
So I would go to Craigslist and I would hire these videographers. And I remember one time I posted this ad that was like, I need a videographer. You have to be on time. You have to wear pants. You know, I had these videographers show up with like jean shorts cut off, like ready to do art. And it's like, dude, this is a business shoot. You know, so I was like, uh, you have to wear pants. Yeah, you can't wear sandals. Um, you you, you got to do this. You have to turn in your work on time. You have to do. And it was a very angry post. And I remember a guy wrote back and he says, dude, how are you ever going to hire somebody with this bitter post that you just post? He says, I don't even not only do I not want to work for you, I don't even want to know you. Right. And we got into this like Craigslist fight. Right. But but this is exactly what Facebook has done. Facebook has said, we're going to give you 30 percent. Yes, but we own your work. You have no rights to the work. Um, even after you leave the network because you don't like us, we still own your work. Um, and it's, it's not, you know, you should have seen some of the quotes from, uh, from the article, you know, this content creator goes, he says, my whole team laughed. He said, how about, he says this, this from a company who allowed us, told us to build these big audiences and then overnight stripped those audiences away from us and said, you have to pay to reach them. He says, Facebook has no credibility, no trustworthiness. And he says, why, why would we even want to move into that platform? Just focus on, on, on YouTube and Twitch and monetize our content there. Um, you, you know, I think that's a great point uh, that, that it's not attractive, the, the terms of service. I don't think any creator or business owner wants to turn over their hard-earned content to this, you have no rights over it, mm-hmm. um, and we're not going to pay you if they subscribe, right? So, <laughs> well, I can't even say it. Is it real? Is this real? Uh, yeah. I don't um, – well, it, I, it, it's not at the moment. So it, is, it yeah. is something that they are still testing, still working at. And I think given the feedback, constructive and otherwise, <laughs> I think that uh, hopefully this will be pulled back. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think it's going to go uh, terribly far. Uh, and, and the reason for that is, is that look at who the Facebook audience is, guys. Look at who the Facebook audience is. Facebook is largely an audience of like your everyday Joes. There's not like super fans. Everybody's on Facebook. And so what are they going to pay? What is someone really willing to pay for your content in this deluge of content, right? It's going to be very low amounts, uh, you know, whereas okay. you could at $4, the dollar focus on Patreon where you can charge more to your audience uh, okay. and, uh, and, and, and get a higher amount of that 30%, I think is probably a better idea. When this news broke, one of the questions, I mean, we posed this question out there is people, were people interested in this? And one of the comments that I was getting was related to the fact that they basically said, well, you know, and again, like you said, it's about the marketplace. It's not just Facebook versus Patreon. And the person said, well, if you can get a, right. a smaller audience on Patreon and they only take a 5%, which I think it's actually technically more than that, but not by yes. a lot. If, if Facebook's a much larger audience, but they're taking 30%, do you, don't you still come out ahead taking yeah. 30% off a much larger pie and you then still get to keep more versus this? But the core message you're getting at is this from what I'm hearing you say and from what I, I'm experiencing in, in the yeah. dialogue around this, which is that it's not about the size of the audience. It's about the committedness yeah. of yes. your community to – 100%. 
pay to be part of your community. If, if yes. you know, the, the pay gate needs to be uh, fair, needs to be lower, needs to be, I mean, and again, this 30% cut isn't going to be, uh, it won't be the consumer on Facebook paying. I mean, they will be mm-hmm. paying that. Right. It, it's just that it's the, uh, the marketer that's going to be. Yeah. And our, our good friend, Tim Schmoyer talks about that in, in his content. He talks about how your, your viewer is going to pay for it in one way or the other. Either they're going to buy a product on Facebook from Facebook ads, right? Which played during your video or YouTube ads, I think is more his point, you know, or they're, they're going to pay for a subscription, uh, which gives them access to your content. So why not have them, why not monetize your own content and make money, have them spend their money directly with you. And this is where I think Patreon is going to continue to win is because you're, you're not just getting your view. I mean, on that commitment, you're getting your viewer onto another platform, another app, another email subscription outside of Facebook that says, look, if you want, like, do you want to hang out with me for real? Like, let's go to my house. Let's go to my clubhouse and (laughs) hang out. Let's leave Facebook. And that's a very powerful thing to do. I mean, anybody can throw a dollar up and $5 a month. I've done it many times, right? I'll support this guy until I remember and then cancel it. You know what I mean? And I, I, I've often done that because I want to support creators. The, The difference is, you got to get them to go off with you, right? So where you're logging in and going off of your phone. And that's something that not everybody can do. So the bar is going to be higher. You're going to have more commitment, which opens the door to upsells. You know, Facebook wants to do something like revolutionary because it, it doesn't seem like they they are. We're in this place of like monetizing everything with ads. Like where else can we monetize ads? How about some innovation, yeah. right? How about like a learning platform? Uh, uh, inside Facebook. I know that we have groups and that's kind of coming along, but what if we could link that to a paid group scenario mm-hmm. uh, where where you're able to really build relationship without rules, right? Facebook gives you like a new thing and then they put all those rule, all new rules on that new thing. Uh, it's very, very hard to take Facebook seriously as anything other than a free place to gather because, and to run ads, right? Okay. Because... Um, you know, everything changes all the time. And because it's so it's you're there's everything, everything's on Facebook. This just kind of occurred to me as you were talking about, you know, going to the clubhouse, I'm going to say, what if Patreon's the clubhouse? What if Twitch is the arcade? What if YouTube is the movie yeah. theater and Facebook is just like walking out on the street and all the billboards yeah. are there and you just walk past them and you say hi to people as their content goes by, but like, you're not yes. standing there to have a, you know, a gathering in the community. And like, I love that. And I right. would even go one step further and say, Facebook is your TV guide. You know what I mean? Oh. Like when I go to a, when I go to a Facebook is where you go to see what's on and where you have to go to find it. You know what I mean? Yes. Right. Uh, we buy tickets to the plays like local playhouses uh, I buy I buy cool, fun little products. I definitely love the Facebook ads. Uh, am I going anywhere on Facebook to really like develop relationships? No, that's like Instagram. It's my email. Our email is very, very like active with, and we go back and forth. We were very involved in our Instagram and our email. So yeah, man, I think that like you know when I go to a hotel uh, and I go to many because I'm a speaker in many places. Uh, the first thing I do is I go to the hotel TV and turn on that menu station. What's playing on this TV? And then I'll go to that channel. That's kind of like Facebook. It's like, who's, what's going on? Who's awesome? Who's got a cool webinar? Who's got a cool new video on, on YouTube? And then I go there and that's where I spend a little bit more higher quality time 
with my audience and with the people that I follow as well. Well, we'll see. I mean, this is, this is out there and it's, but it's not out there, out there. So we'll see what happens. (laughs) Sylvia, Sylvia is saying I make lots of relationships in Facebook groups, but they're private. I do too. That's not what I'm saying. Facebook is a catch-all for me. Facebook is the marketplace, right? Back in the day, right, when people were still living in like teepees and, and, and huts and stuff like this, you'd have the marketplace, the main street, right, where they would sell, right? They would sell fruits and vegetables where everyone came to gather, right? Yeah. In fact, the word pub, right, came from yeah. the word public house. It was there in the marketplace where everyone right. would go and have a drink. That's what Facebook is. I meet tons of new and exciting people there. A lot of this happening in groups. But where do I go deeper with them? I go deeper with them uh-huh. at conferences. Okay, number one, conferences. I go deeper with them in my messenger threads. I go deeper with them in my email and Instagram threads. We move a lot of people to our Instagram pods. And you guys can follow me there at Owen Video. We do a lot of cool stuff on Instagram. But that's where we're going deep with the people we meet. Right. We meet them here and then we go deep elsewhere. Yeah. Man. And Facebook has a myriad of products. I mean, it's it's getting into yeah. it's getting into jobs, it's getting into units. You you touched on it with the learning units, fan subscriptions. I got confused because I was thinking about like they, they rolled out some other subscription products. So you're right. I mean, there's a lot going on at Facebook, and we're just at this point, we're just talking about this fan subscription part of Facebook it. overwhelm. Yep. Yeah, yep. Facebook overwhelm. Well, it's like, oh, another thing. So let's shift over to YouTube. Uh they've they've yes. updated oh. their guidelines for giveaways are not updated. They've clarified, I guess. There's a difference between yeah. clarifying and updating. The updating assumes there's a change. Users have been getting flagged for their giveaway posts. And so YouTube tweeted. Uh, clarification saying that giveaways on the poster or giveaways on the platform are okay. What's mm. being banned is linking to external websites where the goal is to generate um, more designed to drive up engagement metrics. So driving up subscriptions, likes, whatever, whatever else that you're wanting them to do. Right. YouTube is saying that that is what they are cracking down on. Right. So Eric and I were talking about this as we we're planning the show and I don't think either one of us has seen a giveaway video on YouTube. Have you seen this? Yeah, they're all over the place. And I'd love to hear from the audience right now. How many of you folks are using Gleam.io, right? How many of you guys are using Gleam.io? Let me know in the comment section. I use Gleam. Gleam is a great way to do contests and giveaway. We, we, We give away a free webcam uh, on my site at owen.video. You can also go to the videospot.net. Right now we have a launch going on, so it's slightly different, but we love giving stuff away and Gleam is a great way to manage that. So this kind of hurts a little bit. Now, now YouTube, uh, I see YouTubers all the time doing this stuff. Uh, hey, we're giving away vacation. In fact, my good friend, Jace Bennett over at the Ohana Adventure, they just did a, a collaboration with Kohl's uh, to give away uh, some clothing, like some some spring spring break clothing to elementary age kids and that sort of thing. thing. So we're, I'm seeing these giveaways all the time. The, the heart of this new rule is it goes back to some bigger changes that YouTube has been making to protect um, children online, but also to protect the general viewer online, which I think is skewing uh, younger and younger. Right. Um, so okay. so there's this kind of general over like side of, of protecting kids and making the user experience better. So the idea is 
all of these giveaways that are just designed to get you to go watch another video uh, or because this is what you do. You go and you, you gleam. You, you can set up your contest in gleam. And and what happens is you can set the parameters. You can say like, OK, if you want to get entered into this giveaway, this shopping spree or to win this webcam, um, you have to uh, like my Facebook page, go follow an Instagram post, um, watch this video and and subscribe to my email list. OK, and there's there's tons of things that you can do. Uh, Gleam won't let you subscribe to a channel and Gleam won't let you follow an Instagram account. So you can't say follow me to be entered. Right. And really, you don't want that anyway, because you do want engaged followers on your not just I want a webcam follower. So that's something to think about there. But Gleam gives you all these things. So the YouTuber thing says, hey, guys, we're doing a giveaway. Go to my website at blah, 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 gleam.io and enter the contest. They enter. They do all these things to try to win. So YouTube is saying, look, that is not what our platform is designed for. In fact, the algorithm changes two years ago. Uh, we're, we're that, and those algorithms hit me really hard because our channel is all about watch this video and then go download a link. Now, at that time, YouTube said, hey, our platform is not designed at like billboards. We want you to keep people on YouTube, right? And so then you, you, we've had to change our game a little bit. You want to you slowly start sending people off-site through your bio and through some other places. So YouTube is really just kind of like getting you to stay. You want engagement, get engagement in your video, right? That's what they're trying to do. And they're not banning contests, but – when they say things like Gleam.io links, which again, it hurts. It's a great software. Luckily, I don't do my contests on YouTube so much. They're more like on the pop-up on my website or on Facebook. But they're saying if you're going to use giveaway sites like Gleamio, we're going we're gonna to drop those videos from your channel or restrict them. Uh, and, that, that, and, and that goes along with their bigger objective of, Keeping people on YouTube to watch YouTube videos, not to enter into contests for your audience. So that's the heart of it. I think yeah. it hurts, um, but it's consistent with what YouTube's been doing over the last two years. Well, and like you said, the, the, the goal there is it's not about driving video views or subscriptions to people that are going to dilute the algorithm seeing you because you've bloated your subscriber yeah. base and they don't care about your stuff. So. Yes. Mm -hmm. Huge, huge. They're trying to improve. Uh, you know, you said it earlier, Eric, YouTube wants to be the new cinema, you know, and they're they're competing on a level with Netflix. Right. In terms of usability. Um, so so they want this to be a video watching site where you're engaging with the creators and not just like jumping in and and, and logging off. And here's here's why they did this with this. Is very interesting. You know, I mentioned they did it earlier with just websites and they didn't they didn't say no more sending people off YouTube. They said, tone it down, cowboy. Right. So what we do is we do like four content videos and that fifth video links out to a, to an opt in. Right. So we've toned down how much we're sending people off site. But there were reportedly a lot of like spam reporting. Right. So they so users would report a video as spam and in, in, in if there was a giveaway. And this to me is a challenge, okay, in, in that this, as I mentioned earlier, YouTube video, YouTube viewers are getting younger and younger with the YouTube Kids app as well. Like the content is just, it's for younger and, and younger audiences. Now the audience is getting older too, but, but not, not as fast as it's getting younger. 
And I get concerned, okay, conspiracy theory. I get concerned that these reports are, are these kids, these young kids are, they hear something like, oh, enter my contest. And then they find out that they have to opt in or they have to do five things and they can't or they don't have an Instagram account yet because mom won't let them. And they get mad and they, they flag it as spam or mm. they don't win, so they flag it as spam. Has happened to me. I have had people put like negative comments on my website. Oh, this is a – I had to opt in. This It shouldn't be an opt in. You should just automatically enter us into your drawing with no obligation from me. And it's always a younger viewer, right? They, they didn't say anything about the age of the reported, uh, the reporters, right? The people that were reporting these things. I would have loved to have seen some data because I think a lot of these spam alerts, right, are being reported by angry users who didn't win a contest or who didn't have, you know, an account to, to enter with. And, and, and so they, you know, they get up, we get these inflated metrics like YouTube users are unhappy with contests. I, I'm not, I'm not sure that that's true, but consistent with this whole protect the children thing, right? Mm -hmm. YouTube's children are saying, hey, we don't like this. And YouTube's saying, okay, we'll get rid of it for you. And that it's like Lord of the Flies, guys. It's like at some point, you know, you got to like raise your kids, you know what I mean? And say, hey, look, I know you don't like contests. Stop entering them. You know what I mean? So those are some thoughts there. Those are yeah. some like dad thoughts there. Dad <laughs> dad thoughts with Owen. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I appreciate that because that, that was a whole bunch of stuff I hadn't even thought about. I'm just like, okay. Yeah. Stuff Dan, Dan Courier is saying, I use giveaways to give back to your community, not as a form of growth. Dan Courier, Air 5. Pff, I love that. I love that. Using giveaways for your audience, um, uh, you know, to, to, to get, that that love back from them that's a great way i think to use contests as opposed to just getting you know four thousand new followers from sri lanka because they want to win the new camera you, you know what i mean nothing wrong with yep. sri lanka but if you're not going to tune in every week to watch marketing tips for the do-it-yourself business owner then then you're hurting my channel and i don't need you to follow me yeah so speaking of which owen what are you speaking on at the conference Oh my gosh, it's going to blow your mind, guys. Going to blow your mind. Uh, I, I, okay, so if truth be told, right, I, I'm a video marketer. I'm really good at crafting messages. I'm not the best with cameras, right, uh, uh, and, and some of the technical stuff, but I'm really good crafting messages. And so I spoke to CEO Michael Stelzner, and I said, you know what? My audience is all the time asking me for editing workflows, keyboard shortcuts. Like, I don't want to be a Hollywood editor, but I want to be able to take a piece of content that my boss produces um, or the marketing department produces and like edit that into a message for three different platforms in less than an hour. So that's what I'm going to be teaching on. It is a very exciting uh, – it's going to be a very exciting one-hour session. You are going to see me shoot a video and then edit it for three different platforms live in that hour. I'm going to show you how to take a message that was shot formatically edit the video according to that format in like 10 minutes. Then I'm going to show you how to export it for YouTube, how to make it quickly into a square video meme for, for, uh, for uh, um, uh, uh, Instagram and Facebook, and then how to make it even into a vertical video for IGTV and, and for some of these other different, different platforms you may want to use. I'm going to show you some, um, some keyboard shortcuts that will make it really, really easy for you, and you will walk out of there uh, knowing exactly how to edit your video. We're, we're going to use one piece of software. 
a software wow. called Camtasia. These now these tricks will work on any software, but I love Camtasia. I'm gonna anybody can use Camtasia. So I hope it's the first and last editing class you'll ever need as a business owner, as a marketer. So you've got if you come for only one reason, come for that <laughs> session. It's gonna save you thousands <laughs> of dollars. Yes. Awesome. Well, I'm gonna and try and make sure the, I am there for that session. This is one of the so. workshops, right? This is a workshop, one of the early ones, or is it no, during it's a full the, session? It's a okay, cool. cool. I would love to do a workshop. Michael Stelzner, CEO, filmer, Sean. Uh, <laughs> I would love to do like a workshop on first shooting a video that's made to be edited a certain way and then editing that video quickly. But this will be a great session and it's right towards the end of the day on Friday. So like come in, relax, just absorb, just absorb it. You know what I mean? And then then start to go uh, start to go execute. So I'd love to see you there, Eric. It'll be great to hang out. I enjoy seeing you guys there every year anyway. Awesome. Absolutely. Same to you. And thanks for being here. And we'll see you in a couple of weeks. I can't wait. I can't wait. Guys, go to Instagram. Check out the social media examiner story. There's a great story coming out with some editing tips. So keep an eye out for that. I'll see you guys soon. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Cool. All right. We've got one piece oh. of news left. So All right. uh, this is this is uh, so go ahead and take it away. This is this is a, uh, a, a screen share courtesy of Michael Stelzner. And it's very interesting uh, if you notice what the picture here is showing and we can describe the picture, too. Absolutely. What we are looking at is uh, a screenshot of Michael Stelzner's Facebook Messenger. <laughs> Let's see who he's been portal. talking to. <laughs> portal. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but the the key here is that there's a yeah. th there's Mari Smith, there's some other people, and Phil Marshawn, and then there's this category, there's this where a person would be, but it says businesses. Digging yeah. in deeper to this, these are all messages from business pages in Messenger. So it appears in Facebook Messenger, and it has this folder seems to be where this dedicated folder seems to be where all the messages from various businesses business pages are going to. And it's found right in between all of Mike's regular messages from all the other people that he you know, is talking to, right? So this was discovered by our team at Social Media Examiner last weekend. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think that this is something that um, has rolled out publicly. But if you want to take a look at this, it's at facebook.com slash social media examiner. You can find a photo there and uh, weigh in on what you think about it. So. Yeah. We did ask our community, Eric, what they thought about it and what's the consensus? I mean, I think the consensus, it was kind of split. It was one on a consumer side. Hey, it's going to group them all in the one place for all the different businesses I'm talking to. On the other hand, it's going to group all of uh, it's going to group me as a business in with all the other businesses in the people that are chatting with me. Yeah, it, it could be hit or miss. I don't know, depending upon well, who you are. I I'm not quite sure. Uh, there's a, I mean, again, this is just something that they're testing. There wasn't anything officially said about it, but, and I don't know if this is necessarily helpful for page admins, but one of the suggestions was that it would be a good way to separate your messages from your page and from your personal messages. So a little bit, but I don't know that that's necessarily how it's working. It, it seems yeah. more like it's pages because it was on Mike's personal, right? Messenger. Wasn't on our page, so it was no, all the it was, it, that, it, that was his personal messenger inbox. So okay, yeah. Okay. So just thought we'd mention that as we close the show. And so again, that is our show. That is, uh, you can get a recap of everything that was talked about in this episode by going to socialmediaexaminer.com/news. Thank you to Jeff C for handling the simulcasts. Thanks, Grace, for being a great co-host. 
Thank you, Eric, for being an excellent host. And thank you to Andrea Val and Owen Video for being our guest today. And again, don't miss out on Social Media Marketing World. Go to smmw19.com to grab your ticket in some form or another. Uh, we have a tweet chat coming up this week. Again, SME chat is the hashtag Wednesday, 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. And uh, we will see you next week, Friday, March 8th, 2019 at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern for our next show. And until then, thanks. Have a great weekend and we'll see you next week. Bye, everyone. Thank you. The Social Media Marketing Talk Show is a Social Media Examiner production. For more Social Media Insight, visit socialmediaexaminer.com. Hey, just a quick reminder, join the Social Media Marketing Society today and level up your marketing for your company or your clients. Visit smmarketingsociety.com to find out more.